welcome to Be Bite, the podcast where we discuss our life experiences from the ups, the downs, and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Lily. This is Mario. Happy Thursday. Oh, sorry. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I lost track Wednesday. of. Yes, I lost track <laughs> of time. I blame the Labor Day the last week before this week for this. Wait, you you blame an entire week over a week ago for <laughs> for messing up today? No, because because last week there was Labor Day weekend, right? So Monday you had off day, so technically the week was short. But now but that was last week. Yeah, but now this week we came back to the normal week where you had to work Monday. So I felt like that's why I said Thursday because I felt like it was Thursday already. But yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, typical. Like that's my. That's kind of how my clock works. It's just once you mess it up once, it's gotta keep rolling for a couple of weeks before it goes back. Oh, as okay. As soon as anything derails it one time, it's over. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much my life. If something derails, that's that's it. It takes a while to recovery. (laughs) That does that does not seem accurate with your life, but okay. (laughs) Cool. Uh, so well, last week. I had to do solo podcast. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm because, sorry. <laughs> because Lily is very busy. You know, busy people make uh, busy money. So today we. Oh, ate. sorry. I'm not busy. I'm just kind of chaotic, mm. and so oh, yeah, when things true. happen, I can't. I'm bad at planning. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not a busy person. I'm just an. I'm just an erratic person. Yeah. Every, every just for context, every week Lily always messages me, "Yo, can I change this I to know. Tuesday? Can I change this to Thursday?" <laughs> I was like. I was like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. I know how Lily is, so I'm always flexible. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's been, I know, and I'm like, I I remember when we first started this podcast, and we, we said it, what do we do, like Mondays? Yeah. Mondays or something, and like, we, we were, at least, hmm, you were always good at being on time, but I think for me, I was only a lot better back then, and now I'm just like... Mm. All the days are shifting. All the times are shifting. Sometimes we do the podcast at like one in the morning, or like it's just, <laughs> I'm just crazy. No, I'm no, sorry. I to- I totally feel you because I used to be the type that's like super on time when I like go out and meet my friend in real life. Uh, but I think ever since I moved to LA, I don't know what happened. It's like when I say okay, let's meet at six p.m. I mean like six thirty p.m. It's, there's always padding. <laughs> Uh, when I try to meet someone, so they never trust my clock anymore. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, there was a girl in high school who was like that, and whenever we needed to meet up at a certain time, we would tell her like a lot beforehand because <laughs> we knew she'd be late. And so we were all meeting up for prom, and I we were we all said to well for everybody else, we were like, okay, let's meet at this guy's house at five p.m. For her, we told her show up at three p.m. Oh my god! She came at and she came at six p.m. <laughs> <laughs> what What is she doing from three to five? I mean, she's just getting ready, taking her oh, time, and I we see. were like, "Oh my god, that's so her." So next time you had to tell her at two p.m. to get her there on yeah. time. Hmm. Now and now I realize for a big event like prom, it takes three hours rather than her usual two hours. <laughs> I see. Hmm. Yeah, that's what happened on the last. Yeah, past weekend. So I, uh, we were, uh, I think like me, CK, and a couple other people. And I also invited a couple other players that were pretty good because we, we were getting ready for a tournament actually this coming, when, uh, this coming Saturday. So I told all of them, I said, hey, 
must meet at 6, 6 p.m. on the dot. And then six, CK, you know, he's always on time, right? So he, he was there at like 6 p.m. And he texted me, he's like, yo, where are you? I was like, oh, sorry, I was watching Netflix. I, I'll be there. I'll be there. On, the worst. I, I, was, I was like, I'll be there at 6.10. <laughs> and so I got there on 6.20, but then I had to renew my membership. So I had to like fill out the paperwork and everything. By the time I got into the like the actual court is 6.40. CK was like, yo, what the heck? <laughs> 6 o'clock to 6.40, what's going on? Um, so, you know. That's why I'm trying to call out myself so I can be better. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been I've been a worse offender of this uh, for the past couple of years already. So trying to get better, but um, they just have to endure it a bit more before I fully change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'm actively getting worse about timing. So mm-hmm. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. So CK, if you hear this, please don't blame me. It's it's not my oh my gosh. It's not my nature to do so. It's the Netflix. I blame Netflix. <laughs> I do appreciate that you're calling him out in like a positive way. You're like CK, my very punctual friend. <laughs> so so nice, the best. He's so so kind. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean he's he's super punctual. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm just calling him out that he's great, but I'm bad. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, right, and is is CK gonna Venmo you later? I uh, I don't think he's Venmoing. I mean, he told me that day, hey, you owe us boba because you were late. I was like. Bro, I'm poor. I can't afford boba right now. You know. You, gotta... you are poor. Oh, stop. I said that gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, also I had boba on that day before I went, so I didn't feel like getting uh... more boba. Yeah. Um... Oh, speaking of some something about like oh the the fact that you're not poor at all, you have a Tesla. Um, <laughs> the. <laughs> uh... I, on on the I record, was... I still owe Wells Fargo some money for the Tesla. <laughs> you have a Tesla. And actually, the other day, I was getting in an Uber. And the mm. Uber was a Tesla. Ooh. And I was like, I remember thinking to myself, like, holy crap. Thank goodness that Mario taught me how to open a Tesla <laughs> door. <laughs> Before oh, this my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember, like, I am, I am a pro. I can do this. There's no, but I, like, if I didn't know and the Uber just came, I was just like, I don't know how to mm. open this door. Yeah, would have been very embarrassing. You have proven to the Uber driver that either A, you own a Tesla, or B, you actually drove in a Tesla. So that's a good thing. At least I have been in a Tesla. That's all. <laughs> so. Yeah, because I have every time like someone new in my car, they were like. How do I actually open your car? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's a Tesla thing, you know. I just gotta show you. So I know I was I was very thankful for your your Tesla in that moment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but speaking of that, I think I want to recommend couple Netflix drama. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> but also, again, I'm not sponsored by Netflix, so spon- Netflix, if you want to sponsor me for this, feel free. But um, couple of them that I watched uh, recently one of them is Narco Saints which is really okay. good the, I think the, one the of the Korean drama yeah and yeah I believe the main guy yeah I think the main guy or no sorry one of the cast is actually he was in the Squid Games the second interesting the second main guy that was in Squid Games that oh the brother or the cousin the the friend right 
the Squid Game in the end, like the final final fight, whoever wins. Yeah, wins yeah. Everything. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then also Little Woman, which is ongoing right now, which is, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Little Women. Little Woman, it's a story about three women. Is that also a Korean drama? Yes. It is interesting. Yes, um, and then another one which is more like lovey dovey, you know, um, once upon a small <laughs> town. I think I, I mean, I just watched that because I didn't have anything else to watch. But yeah, mm, it's uh, not because you're trying to you're trying to feel some of that lovey dovey. <laughs> no, no, no. I I <laughs> wish I could feel like that, but drama doesn't get me that way. Um, but yeah, I thought you were. I remember back in the day you were watching. Um, what was that show that everybody was obsessed with? Singles Inferno. Oh, you you were like I learned some good things. And guess who about relationships? Do you know who recommended me to watch that? No, <laughs> it was CK. CK was like, yo, oh, he was like Mario. Yo, you need to watch this. You gotta learn from this. I was like, what am I to learn from that? Oh my god, CK is yeah. trying to make you into a problematic man. Yeah, I think so too. So, <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, it was fine. Um, but yeah, those are just a couple of dramas that I thought it was good. Um, but I mostly watch Korean drama, so I'm a little bit biased on that front. Yeah, um, I haven't seen a lot of Korean dramas recently. Yeah. So speaking of that, like, I know like your life has been quite busy this past week. Anything interesting happened the past weekend? Um... Not particularly. Um, let me see. I think it's just, sorry. Like I said, I know you ask me this every single week, and every single week I don't have anything to tell you. Um, yeah, there's not really a whole lot that happened. I'm, I'm basically just like sorting out life <laughs> in a way. Um, went to a couple parties with people, uh, stayed up very late, many, many days in a row. Um, yeah, nothing super exciting, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been like, it's been a week of like, just not sleeping and then when it comes time to the podcast, there's like other things going on that I'm like, I cannot. <laughs> so here, here I am rescheduling all the way till now. So apologies and thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think sleep is really important. So do take some sleep if you can. Um, but I think for me this week, sub, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm planning another trip. I mean, it sounds really crazy, but um i'm planning another trip for before the year end i don't know if it's gonna mm. happen or not but i'm i think i have talked about this before i'm planning to go watch out Hawaii. your mom is nearby she might hear you oh, i'm taking her oh <laughs> so, you're so, oh yeah so it's okay to for her to hear <laughs> so i'm taking her there um but kind of psa hawaii is not cheap the accommodation at maui oh my god that's crazy uh Wow. I haven't booked yet, but I look at the pricing. I was like, reconsidering my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't that the trip that you were planning on? Um, 
Like you wanted to go to all the islands? Most so, of the islands? Yeah, originally, islands? originally when I bought a ticket last October was I would hop, I think, three or four islands uh, with mm. friends, of course. Uh, but I think this time around, I'm just looking for two islands. I think the big island and Maui, which is basically like both of them. They have two national parks in Hawaii. Those are the places that have two national parks. And those two islands are generally pretty popular uh, among people who visit there anyway. So I thought it would be good to, to visit there uh, to kind of start with before like, branching onto the other islands. Um, and yeah, I was thinking of going there for like, a week. Uh, ideally to avoid like December because I heard December is quite rainy there. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping maybe sometimes November. But I still wow. need to sort it out. Yeah, I have the plan already. I, I just need to book the ticket and book the accommodation and oh. car rental. Yeah, which will be, I think, somewhat expensive. But yeah, um, November's coming up, dude. I know. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Because <laughs> every time I plan, I was like, ah, looking at the price, my, yeah, my wallet breaks. <laughs> yeah, you're going on a lot of trips. I feel that yeah. I'm like, um, I'm pretty tripped out, I think. Tripped I, out? I, I have a couple mm. of trips like kind of planned and like maybe mm. some ideas, but anything more than that, I think I don't, I don't, I definitely cannot handle. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That, that's cool. Uh, yeah, and also I think there, like I said, there is like a, I mean, not a badminton tournament coming up this Saturday, so uh, yeah, and happy to kind of. Yeah, I just had an I just I just participated in one like maybe three weeks ago. Um, yeah, I've been I've been in a lot of tournament recently. Actually, I've been in two so far for the past two. Yeah, months. I didn't um, know there was a third one. Yeah, this one is the they call it like the Korean tournament. Uh, oh. And okay. so some of the events are Korean only. Oh my god. Sadly, gosh. I'm not Korean, so. Um, but I'm playing yes. in the open, which basically uh, any nationalities can join. Um, so what a what an odd tournament. Okay, wait, why? So the I guess the hosts, like their group, are all Korean mostly. That's why they have this this type of system. Um, mm. But I mean, it, it's fine. It doesn't really bother me. They also have a like for every participant, they give out like one raffle ticket. And you can win, I think one of the prizes oh. is like 65 inch TV. Yeah. So I told CK like, if I win the 65 inch TV, I'll give it to him. So we'll see. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a raffle. I know I usually don't win raffle anyway. So that's why I kind of make them that. Um, yeah. So yeah, other than that, I think not much going on. Yeah, I think this week just trying to finish our work and I also just as I talked to you like before the call it's like I just edited my other video um yes. I've been missing for like missing action for like two weeks or so because I was busy um yeah I mean more tr- busy traveling but yeah I finally got another video on YouTube so yay yeah that's great very exciting yep uh so this week, <clears throat> yeah, I want to talk a little bit about. I think we have discussed this bef- 
four, I think maybe like very briefly, is talking about our life pre-pandemic, during pandemic, and well, I guess you can call it now post-pandemic because the COVID is not as strong as it used to anymore. So <laughs> uh, don't call me on that. I'm not a I'm not an wow. anti-vaxxer or anything, so... Mario is declaring me. the pandemic officially over. Yes. <laughs> COVID is gone. <laughs> Everyone quote him on that. COVID is mm. gone, according to Mario. This is life yeah. post-COVID. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to be confident to, you know, to cure everything, so... Are you saying you cured COVID? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not those. Uh, what you call it? Like those uh, clan or something that that you know simply just say COVID is gone. COVID is still with us, but not as as severe as it used to. So let's true. put it at that. Yeah. So I guess first basic question for you is: Do you feel a big differences pre? during and post-COVID in your life at all? I know this sounds very like broad, but if there's any differences that you think, or maybe like big changes in between, what do you think that is? Mm, well, there's obviously a lot. I think the big one for me was like my, hmm, like social living situation, I guess. Um, I think like pre-COVID, I was very much, I lived at home with my parents, but um, the way that our house is structured, I'm very like separated from the rest of my family. And so basically I come and go as I please. Like I don't, I don't typically see them very often because I leave pretty early and I come back really late at night. Um, and that was fine. And then when we went into like lockdown and I had to like, I couldn't leave and I couldn't really do anything. I had to spend a lot of time with them. That was kind of rough. Um, so eventually after a few months, I ended up moving out into like my own apartment. And so then that my, like, my entire living situation like completely changed. Um, I was also, I also was, dating somebody at the time like right before covid um and so that was like a that honestly was like an interesting social situation because like i was very alone in my apartment now but i also still had like someone to talk to all the time so that was kind of nice but like now post covid i guess i don't have that or like we we broke up but like um <laughs> okay um, so i think like that is very very different but i think it all kind of ties into like my social environmental stuff like yeah. factors things mm. life yeah <laughs> hmm. okay yeah that that's fair um yeah without reiterating too much of what you just said i think i understood what you just said <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay let me let I was me move like, how on do I, I was like how do you want me to like encapsulate yeah. all of this into a sentence i don't yeah. think i can't but that's like a very like yeah living situations and then like my relationship situations mm. i think are two big things okay i guess what 
for me, like if I try to put your logic into my logic, is that my dating situation was like constant throughout. So that's that's good. <laughs> uh, I mean, when I say constant, I, I mean constant. Like, in... When you say constant, it means Mario was single before. He's single yes. during the pandemic, and he's yes, single yes. after the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that I haven't dated around. I I did. It's just that. My relationship status stayed constant throughout this oh entire. Oh my gosh! So, if anything, I call that a win. It's constant Do throughout. Do you? Yeah. Um, okay. As long as as long as you think so. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, single and happy. Of course. I mean, it would be nice to be in a relationship just to test it out, just to see what's going on. But. Mhm. Uh, you know. No, no harm, no harm, no fault. You know, it's fine being Is, single and happy. Do you have any? Do you have any uh, updates in that area of your life? <laughs> I <laughs> wish, I wish I can give you a different update, but <laughs> I can tell you my life is constant. <laughs> okay. That's okay. my motto okay. right now. My life is constant. Uh, I like it. It's such a positive spin. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Thank you. So for those that are single out there, you know, you can follow me. The hashtag is life is constant. <laughs> um, and I think one, well, so the re the another thing that's like somewhat constant for me is, um, oh maybe not so constant is the work right. So I used to work in office when I was in Oregon, pre COVID mm. right. I was very like even. Even at the company, like the company is very like sporty, outdoorsy type of company, so do a lot of out- outdoor stuff. Uh, but I also have, uh, I was doing the masters in computer science and digital tech online at the time. So usually weekend, I think my general activity was like play badminton, go out to eat, then pretty much come home and do homework and all the assignment and stuff. So other than that, like that's that's pretty constant. Even throughout the COVID time, I still have to do assignment online master so it doesn't not much changes um mm. but i think during covid that's when i uh i moved to la like los angeles back in january 2020 so two months before essentially all the covid fiasco happened and mm-hmm. and funny enough like when i moved here i kind of started this one hike a week thing as i mentioned before so i think it worked out perfectly for me because i i'm always out there hiking and not a lot of people hiking at a time during March and a lot mm. of hiking area were closed so quite limited of where I can go but I was able to manage to find new places every week to hike and of course as the COVID goes on more and more people go hiking because they finally found out that that's the only way to escape home for a <laughs> couple of hours so there are more and more people and then I because of that I'm trying to find I try to find harder and harder hiking so Mm. Partially, I would say I blame COVID for that because, in order to escape people, I have to go harder hikes so that people won't catch up to me. Um, but if you think of, if you think of it on, the, on the other side, it's a blessing because, um, yeah, I just get to explore many different places. Uh, yeah. And funny enough, like back then, a lot of restaurant like you is to go only, so we had to buy the food and eat at the park rather than a restaurant. Um, so I thought that was quite an interesting experience overall. Um, mm-hmm. Now with post COVID though, I think um, I started to do more traveling for sure. Uh, e- even like last year, I think I already kind of started doing a lot of traveling and mostly 
I think mostly national parks, especially last year. But this year, you know, uh, the COVID restriction kind of lifted quite a bit for most of the country. So that's why I've been starting on my old habit of traveling internationally again. Like a couple mm. examples are Europe, and then I was in Canada last week. Um, so yeah, I, I think overall uh, definitely impacted quite a bit of like what are things I can do and I cannot do. But at the same time, I think it does make me realize like like what you are able to do or what you can do can be taken away from you like within a split second, right? So <laughs> I mean, what, what, I mentioned, what, I, what I meant by that is that before COVID, you technically could go anywhere without masks, right? Because yeah. COVID wasn't there, you can go freely. But now suddenly COVID happened, you're locked in your home, you cannot do anything. And again, right? I mean, there are people who lost their loved one you know, so, sorry for that, but I think, yeah, it just kind of proved to me like life is short, and mm. yeah, like like one second you are there, one second you are not there anymore. I'm not trying to move this into like very sentimental sort of like podcast today, but I'm just saying. No, life is, I mean yeah. it makes sense. I... Oh, <laughs> someone someone <laughs> rang on my doorbell, uh, but yeah. Um. I think it, I mean, it makes sense. I think there's a lot that like, I don't know, there's a lot that's impacted. And I guess just, there's a, there's a thing that my dad's friend said, said to us a lot. Um, and it was like, sorry. Um, it was like, oh, now that we're in COVID restrictions, it makes me, it makes me more careful to not break the law because I know that like I cannot handle it in jail because I'm already struggling in my house can you imagine if I was doing this in jail and so they basically like I will I am very committed to a life without crime now so Mm, that makes sense yeah I didn't think I would survive (laughs) jail for sure uh, given that I'm always (laughs) out there I don't think I can survive jail even one week. To be honest, like I'll, I'll probably bore to death by the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're you're a person built for jail. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> so uh, please, like any crime, please stay away from me, please. I think more. That's more of a ask for you to please do not commit crime. <laughs> okay, yeah, if you put it that way, yeah, totally agree. Uh, <laughs> I guess one, one interesting thing I want to ask is like, how has your friends, or I guess like social circle mm. changes, especially like pre and I guess post COVID, um, mm. just to kind of, just to kind of give an example, right? It's like, uh, during COVID, like most of the time you cannot really meet the people you want to meet in person, especially at the height of COVID, right? Like that, that won't happen. Uh, and even if you're going to talk to the person, it's like you have to stay like far away to talk to each other, which is... I mean, it's really weird to begin with, but that's just, you know, precaution that you have to take. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of things have shifted online, right? Especially, uh, just to give an example, like, uh, work, right? It used to be, like, meeting face-to-face, but when COVID happened, Zoom, the company Zoom actually, like, skyrocketed because everybody's using Zoom for meeting, and that's pretty much the norm, right? Like, remote working wasn't a thing back then until COVID happens and then everybody realized whoa actually I can just close my office down and everybody work from home 
and it still you know yield the same amount of work uh is and that's kind of like a, a nice thing that COVID sort of pushed people to realize that remote work uh is actually potentially more productive uh than the office work if that makes mm. sense yeah i think there's a couple things so the first thing is work um i know you said that like mm, this helped people like realize remote work is possible i think i was in a different boat because my workplace like mm, encouraged remote work in a way um while i was still there for i, I was i was there for like two-ish years and they were very they were very like supportive they encouraged all of us working remotely like one day a week and if I wanted more or less they would just like just as long as you show up to meetings and like do work it doesn't matter and so I think I was already kind of living that kind of hybrid life back then so I would go into the office maybe three four days a week and might go to a coffee shop another day work from home stuff like that so I do think it like heightened it as in that they saw that it was it was very possible to live through it very like a hundred percent remote but I don't think it actually changed my work life that much um then the second part of that is I think you asked about like my friend circles mm. to be honest my friends are most of my friends are from my high school or college and after college most of them moved away so we all went to college in atlanta but um most of them besides me and one other person they all moved out to like the bay or seattle or new york or wherever they wanted to go so we were all remote to begin with <laughs> for the like for the two years three years that we were um out of college and working so that also didn't really change in my life um if we wanted to talk we had to go on a we had to go on a call anyway if, so covid just kind of helped it in a way just all of us we i think we made more of an effort to get together after after covid because i think we realized like oh <laughs> like before it was just kind of nice to talk to each other but now it's almost like a social necessity so I think that it might have just like it's the same thing as work by like I don't think anything changed necessarily just kind of made it more prevalent maybe mm. yeah I guess that that makes sense yeah um, yeah yeah I think the more I think about it the more correct it is of what you're saying there, right <laughs> i mean that... i <laughs> so I, I mean there are different type of people out there so so like for me i i'm the type that usually proactively reaching out to friends and like checking if they're okay or like even like visiting them if i'm free or even if they're out of state something like just fly there and just kind of visiting them uh if mm -hmm. i'm free and i mean there are also another type of people who it's not like bad on their part it's just that they're not the type to talk until you reach out to them they're yeah. just that type right they don't really actively talking to people unless you really talk to that person if that makes sense um yeah so i mean yeah like i said like not everything is rosy to be honest during covid like there are 
I mean, there are friends that I know that like, um, you know, like fell into depression during COVID because they couldn't talk to anyone, um, either in person or even online, right? Just because they're not used to like reaching out to people anyway to begin with, so it's kind of hard for them to do that to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and given that like most people stay home and kind of locked down at home, you couldn't do much. Uh, unless you find activities to do like hiking in the wild I mean not everybody wants to do that so uh, you just kind of have to find a way to do the things you couldn't do um, yeah like like even badminton like when that happened I couldn't play badminton mm-hmm. so I was hacking with CK and other friends and we brought badminton racket and played a summit, summit of the Aww, mountain cute. which is like, <laughs> which is really weird but I mean that's no, the best that's adorable. Have, right? um yeah, that's the best we have, and and so that kind of like help in terms of like de-stressing um, from mm-hmm. just staying home all day, right? And then uh, after time, of course, like you get used to it from staying home, working at home, talking to people online. Uh, that's more like prevalent these days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think that I don't think the changes is for the worse, uh, but it's just like forcing people to consider the alternative that you know like talking to people online or even like uh doing things online is no longer a taboo uh if that makes sense Mm. Um, yeah yeah i think i was very much one of the luckier ones and that like i said my work was perfectly okay being remote my friends are already remote that was perfectly fine um, i tend to have a lot of hobbies that are more homebody so I, I'm perfectly okay just like keeping in my room, like working on something like some little craft or watching TV and I don't really feel unsatisfied. Um, I don't go out to do a lot of nature-y things. I might like, I really like walking outside and parks and stuff. So I did stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I feel like honestly, I think I thrived during COVID. There's obviously a few months where um, I I might have talked about this before, but um, my life pre-COVID, I was really, really um, harsh with myself in that I was pushing myself to do a lot of things and I wanted to accomplish a lot, which is why I said I was like coming home really late and leaving really early and all that. And then when COVID hit, I obviously couldn't do those things anymore, but like no matter what they were. And I think I struggled for the first few months of, I want to do all these things, but I can't, but I still, now I feel not productive and not like a good human being, I guess, is kind of how I equated it in my head back then. At the same time, like work was going nuts. Um, and I ended up taking like a month off work just to kind of (laughs) do nothing and like kind of take it easy on myself. And after that, after those first few months where I was really kind of struggling to find the balance, I think I really thrived during the rest of lockdown and getting back into the rhythm of things. But I definitely think I was one of the the luckier ones in that like I didn't struggle as much socially or hobby wise but it's not easy for anyone I think (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I think 
like okay so i used to be more of homebody person you I know that, that i know that doesn't sound too it well it does not uh <laughs> like okay so just to give you an example i, I use <laughs> what so i used i, I used to you. i used to game a lot right so for those who doesn't know uh, this game Le- league of legends right is who pretty doesn't huge. know okay okay <laughs> yeah fine. pretty much everybody knows it so i used to game a lot and so that kind of forced me to be like more homebody i guess if you say mm. that 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 way and um yeah right so my life was consists of school badminton eating and then league of legends all day every day that's kind of like what i did and then um funny enough once once i moved to la uh that's kind of like i decided you know it's not really healthy to do that um gaming all day every day so i i kind of slowly quit the gaming part of thing and trying to be more outdoorsy and doing more hiking doing more outdoor things and so when COVID hits in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, like they closed out all the trails. I cannot do anything. And I quit gaming. I don't want to get into gaming again. Um, so I tried my hardest to, to like, you know, go hike. And there's also another interesting thing that happened during COVID is that uh, most of the badminton places in Los Angeles was closed. Mm. Um, I cannot disclose where this is, but there was one place, <laughs> there was one place, there was one place that opened. Um, was it illegal? Uh, technically, yes, but uh, Mario! They, limited, they limited the people, they limited the people to go there. And okay. I think during the time frame where every everywhere else is closed and that place was the only thing open and all the good players go there, I think. Mm that's when I enjoy badminton the most. Um, even though we only play there once a week, like every time when I finish playing there, like literally like two, three of my shirts are soaked with my sweat, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I think it was it was quite a fun time. But of, of course, like as restriction lifted, all the badminton places are open, everyone is kind of scattered afterwards. So I no longer play over there. Um, yeah, but just something that changes, as I mentioned there. And yeah, honestly, I don't think I can live without working remotely. Like if you tell me now to like work in office, like three days a week, I don't think I would do that. Um, even one day a week, I, I, I'm still like, uh, should I do that? Is, that? is that because you don't want to go into the office or is that because you like want to be uh, flexible in your location? I think flexibility of the location is mm-hmm. nice. Uh, that's why when I talked to my manager, uh, I was always hinting like, yeah, maybe once a quarter, but not like once a week. Once a quarter? Yeah, because the reason, the reason is being like right now, my workplace and my actually home it's like really far away like if i try mm. to commute there um if there's no traffic it's about 40 minutes but if there's traffic which in los angeles there's always mm. going to be one it's going to be hell uh, trying to drive that traffic and okay if anything the only thing i miss in the office is free snacks free oranges barista that makes coffee for you for free and free catering for lunch 
and sometimes the leftover for dinner. That's like the nice thing I have there. Uh, mm. Other than that, yeah, I mean my small kind of like office zone area in my in my home is like is sufficient enough for me to do my work, and mm. I just like the flexibility of being able to kind of wake up early, or sometimes have something to do. I just you know going off for like one hour or two, and then catching up later after work to kind of do more work, and mm. that's just nice. Um, although I would say that. Going to office does help you set the right mindset. Like I'm actually at work that I have to work, mm-hmm. but as long you can recalibrate your brain in a way that you know this is now work time and you just have to do work. I think that that should be sufficient. Um, mm. And yeah, I mentioned before, like I actually went to Europe for three and a half weeks while working remotely, which is impossible if I actually work in office, right? That 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 chances wouldn't come along. Um, yeah. I that actually we consider that like my friends and I kind of considered going to Singapore or Taiwan or whatever, and just like dealing with the time differences and working. But our company has a pretty strict rule on like international travel. No, no. So that's that's not like in the cards for us. But I mm. guess like for you. So if. Mm, I don't know if y'all have anything like this, but some of my friends and maybe my company will start putting in some sort of like mandates of you need to come in X number of days a week or like a month. If that, if you were given that, would you look for a different company that's a hundred percent remote, or would you be okay with like an X level of going into the office? Like I said, like once a quarter is probably like the least I can give. Uh, the most or the least? The most, sorry, the most I can give. Okay, okay. Uh, I, yeah, I honestly, I, I, I could never go back to like work in office full time. Even like mm-hmm. I said, even three days a week seems a lot to me. Um, three days is maybe a lot for me too. Yeah, I, I just think like remote, you can. I personally think like I'm more productive when I'm working remote than. In office, uh, just because, like, even if I'm working at a coffee shop, I can be a different coffee shop every day, being in a different environment every day. In office, I I can't do that. There's only limited number of empty office room or empty cubicle or, or whatever or open office that you can go to. Like, there's there's a limit mm-hmm. to that, and sometimes you just don't want to see your co-worker I mean sometimes you just don't want to see people so, <laughs> so you know like you just want to head down and work and you don't want people to bother mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. at work like if you're in, in office it's really hard to do that it, even if you like close yourself off in like one room people are going to still find you if there is like uh, something they need to do the only nice mm-hmm. thing though about working in office is that um, sometimes there, there, there are like times where I message people and they don't reply so mm. right now in remote all I can do is wait for them to get back to me but in office I can if I know their desk I just walk to them and say hey um I just messaged you <laughs> can you check like you know you can actually like <laughs> put a pressure on them right there uh, so you know so mean. Uh, I mean it's mean but sometimes like if you know the person's online he's do- like the person's not doing anything how hard is it just to reply oh to me? Yeah, um, that's that's why I think 
I mean, that's kind of a bad mindset, but at the same time, whenever people message me... You're I... not the center of their world, Mario. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm What saying... if they're busy? <laughs> no, you, I mean, now I'm getting better at it, where I just okay. wait and tell them to get back to me. Uh, oh my goodness. But generally, if people message me, I try to get back to them like ASAP, because I... I hate waiting, and so I don't want. I mean, to I do too, but yeah. so you can't expect that out of everybody. I think also, if I was, for some reason, I was not very responsive, and you sent me a message, and then you also came to pester me at my desk, I think I would answer you slower. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there there are times where you have to put pressure on. I don't do that all the time though. Only like I know, okay, I message the person from eight a.m. and four p.m. Like literally, they online all day. They didn't respond to me at all. Like something has to be okay. going on. Okay, like, it has. To, yeah. It's it. De- it depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not like I message you at eight o'clock and then eight o five. I'm like, yo, Lily, why you didn't? Go? No, I'm not. <laughs> definitely not like that. If I do that, like I'm definitely gonna get reported to HR or whatever it oh is. Oh my gosh. Um, but sometimes you know, like there's there's urgent. There's like deployment going on. I message you at eight o'clock, and then like four p.m. There's still no nothing. Okay, then, fine. I'll give yeah. it to you. Yeah. Then I have to figure out what's going on. You know. Um, yeah. I also think I'm like way like you said. I'm I'm way more productive in terms of like pr- like pumping out work, and not in the office. So I guess I'm just like thinking back to uh, the couple years I worked in an office, right? Um, it's it's kind of far from where I live, so and then there's a lot of traffic, so I kind of roll in at like nine thirty, nine forty-five. I get in, and my coworkers see me. They're like, "Yo, Lily, let's get coffee." So we walk to get coffee. That's like twenty, thirty minutes, and oh then we come God. back. We do like a meeting or two. Then we go like, "Hey, let's go to lunch." And lunch takes an hour, oh, and then like we do, we might like work for an hour, and then we're like, "Hey, do you want like?" You want to take a walk or something like that, and then I'm like by the end of it, and we're just like some people come over and talk, and we have like we're I'm in the design group, right? So like we're all kind of weird, and we all sit together, and so mm-hmm. um, we just do weird things. And by the end of the day, I think on average, this is like not even an exaggeration. I think by the end of a day, the average amount of like. Time I put into real physical work is maybe like two to three hours every day.、Mm. Whereas, like when I'm at home, I feel more of a pressure to like get all eight hours, or if not,、yeah. like or like get very close to it. But、mm. part of it, like if I am lower on hours, it I kind of like shift my mindset back into how I functioned back then, and it's、mm. like, well. It's not all that bad because this is way more work than what I was producing before, and they were very fine with me before. So I'm just gonna. I see. No, I mean, I, I, I totally.、Go. Yeah, I totally like can relate to that when I was working at corporate. Like, you come in at, you know, eight, nine, ten o'clock. You work for one, two hour. Hey, let's get lunch, and then yeah, two, three p.m. <laughs> like, hey, let's take a five minutes walk. Turn into thirty minutes walk, and then be like, okay, well, I'm done working. See ya. But like my current job, I think even when I was working in the office. So before COVID happened, and I moved to LA, I worked in the office for like two months before COVID. So when I was in the office, it's like an open office, 
So like, and mm. like the moment you open the front door, literally the entire team of engineering and data, they're all there. And mm. you can see like, literally when you walk in, literally like 90% of people there are male. And he was like, okay, we know it's engineering department, data what department. One of strange statements. <laughs> what a weird sentence. No, no, no. The, I so, feel like I did not need to know that particular detail. No, so, so, so like in the second floor, we have a like marketing team and other team. Like okay. literally, literally when you go to the second floor, you will see like, okay, yeah. The ratio of male and female is like very different. Oh, my gosh. Um, but but outside of that, I think my po- that's like off, off topic there. But my point is, <laughs> <laughs> what is your po- point, Mario? That's why I like to work in the second floor. That's why I run to second floor to work every time. I'm like I told my I told my I told my friend is like I'm like three times more productive when I'm upstairs than downstairs. Stop. Um, um, but I think what funny like what the funny thing was when I work. Um, it's open office, right? So literally, like mm-hmm. me, like standing and working, and my manager's standing next to me working too. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Like I, I can't just like, hey, let's take a thirty minutes walk, or let's take a like two hours lunch. Oh. I mean, I'm I'm I just feel pressure at all time that I have, and given that I just joined, like I don't want to just like off and do nothing. So like, I'm constantly trying to do things. Um, yeah so that's kind of like but over time i'm like you know before march before march coming along it's like end of end of february mm. and i got to explore second floor for the first time i was like yo i've been missing something the first floor yeah girl first, first floor <laughs> is the worst place to be like second floor they have like this um you know the tech company they have this like kind of like thing that you can like sit on it and kind of lay down or whatever you call it to work there i think they call okay. it beanie or something i don't quite remember what it is oh like a um, beanbag yeah beanbag exactly so okay. they have quite a few of those on the second floor and literally like i'm there all day <laughs> working in those beanbag uh yeah like i said i'm okay. more productive I'm so i believe you so my manager is not complaining after that. He's like, "Oh, this guy's actually more productive when he's in second floor." Okay, fine. <laughs> just just be up there. Uh, so, yeah, but but you know, like when COVID happened, I started working from home, and I started to realize actually, like I can do more things while working. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned before, like sometimes, right? I listen to music while working, or sometimes there's Netflix on while working, even though I don't really watch it. I just listen to it. But imagine if I'm at work, I turn on Netflix while I'm working. People are gonna be like, "Are you watching Netflix or are you working?" Right? Like I'm actually working. Yeah. It's just that I'm listening yeah. to Netflix in the background. Um, so that's kind of like some yeah. pros that I can see by working remotely. I think I also do like flexing a lot of time, so mm-hmm. I do better work or I do more focused work late at night. I mm-hmm. think because like the world is quieter and I'm not like yeah. you know I'm not getting pinged or you know so mm-hmm. um, but I can't also I can't explain that I'm not gonna work right now because I'm gonna work at three in the morning like <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's um, I think it's definitely gotten a lot easier for me to kind of do that and be a level of productive but. Mm 
capitalism would want me to be at. So, I mean, it's helping the companies that's helping them more than it's helping me. So, yeah, I don't sure. know. Yeah, I don't think I would be able to go in. Um, definitely not full, fully, fully in person. Mm-hmm. Maybe max like two days a week. Okay, pushing yeah, that, it. That's yeah. fair. I mean, if if it is a job that I really like, I think I'm okay with like being hybrid, like maybe two days a week. Um, mm. I mean, I have to like the job like a lot for me to do that. Otherwise. I think we. Does that mean so... you currently don't like your job enough? No, I, I like my job. I like my <laughs> job very much. <laughs> so if my current employer heard this, you should know I like my job really well. It's just that I can work more for you when I work remotely. <laughs> so, so you should think that as a plus contribution to the company. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so well, I think there's also another good news that came out recently is that. I'm not sure if you heard of, but Taiwan actually relaxed their COVID restriction. So now you can yeah. go to Taiwan uh, only if you're from a few countries as a citizen. I think U.S., Canada is, is a couple of them. Uh, Japan, I think, is the other one that can go to Taiwan. You still have to quarantine for three days in hotel and four days they call that self-management. I mean, <laughs> you take, know, uh, yeah. Kevin was in Taiwan for a while, right? Like he's been there mm. since February. And one of the things he was telling me about their restrictions was that they used to be really strict with them, right? Yeah, like you yeah. can't go in, you need to quarantine for like two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were doing that because, and they had like such low COVID rates. Yeah. And they continued to be that strict because they were, it, the rates were so low. Yeah. But as soon as the rates started spiking, I they relaxed the the restrictions because mm-hmm. at that point, like if it's already increasing, like there's no point. Yeah. So they have been strict for as long as possible to keep everything as safe as possible. But now mm-hmm. that it's like things are becoming worse, what's the point of keeping such high regulations? Yeah. So, and I didn't think about that before. So, no, that's why I very, said it's very why, valid. That's why I said U.S. has the best policy. It's not by design. It's just that they yeah. couldn't contain it, so why not just let everyone have yeah. it? Just be it doesn't like, matter anymore. As long as you have, I mean, just think of it as any disease, right? As long as you can control it in a way that it's no longer life-threatening issue. Not to say that COVID mm. is not like life-threatening, it's that I think mm. with vaccine, it's, it's less so now, right? So as long, yeah. as, long as you have that, I think it's okay. Uh, because, I mean, like, I mean, if you take China, for example, not trying to be political, but like they are zero COVID policy, right? So there's mm-hmm. pros and cons. The pros definitely like, you know, you can contain the COVID as much as possible, but the cons is that at the expense of everyday life, right? People contain at home mm. or even the building contain at home if someone, just one people in the building that has COVID, for example, or mm. that's caused a lot of disruption for sure. Um, but Generally, I still like the way U.S. approach it. It's like, well, if you cannot contain it, then just let it go. And yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I would say during COVID, I wish I can, like, 
take advantage of like working from home and actually like travel to more countries like maybe like one country a month or a month or, or, two, or like countries every two months <laughs> that would be that would be great um you want to go to the office once a quarter but you would want to go to a different country once a month uh, <laughs> i mean a different country like stay there for like a month and then hop to another country that's what I oh mean. my gosh yeah. okay. i think that would be that would be great uh, if i have unlimited money of course i don't have unlimited money um but i'm just saying like you know life is short you should take advantage of the things you can um, <laughs> travel as much as you can and have no regrets um there are people who have the who have the vision of like oh i should work really hard save all the money don't go anywhere by the time i you know, retire mm. at 50 or 55, I go to wherever I want. But guess what? Uh, By the time you reach that age, first of all, you don't have the energy that you used to when you were young. <laughs> you cannot go, you cannot hike 20 miles as you used to. And then second... I can't things... hike 20 miles now, Mario. <laughs> I mean, it's just a figure <laughs> of speech, but I'm just saying, you don't have to hike 20 No, miles. it's very literal with you. I know. Okay, don't I lie see. to me. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and, and also, you know, like there are things that you enjoy during your 20s, right? That might not be the case anymore when you're 50s, right? So mm -hmm. going to a nightclub is one thing, raving is another thing, but are you gonna do that when you're 50s? I mean, you can probably Why still not? go to the club, but are you gonna <laughs> rave not? when you're 50? I, I can't foresee myself going to rave at 50 years old. That's just impossible. Um, you totally could, why not? There don't be, age, no ageism here. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I could, but I'll be the one to stand out on that rave for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, all I'm just saying is that like, you can take money to your graves with you. I, I mean, definitely like you don't go lavish living and just spend on everything that you make. But you know, uh, balance is the key. Like there are things yeah. that you can do while you're young. So when you have time, especially before you have significant other or a child to bother you that much you should try to take advantage of it and go somewhere um yeah but, yeah i agree with that i mean there's um an entire like tiktok trend of well, there's like a a statement i can remake all of the money but i'll never be 24 traveling with my mom here and like seeing this again and which is yeah. true like there's things that you can't do when you're older but like yeah that's true uh whatever. yeah i mean i mean i'm not saying like you should travel i'm just saying like within your boundaries within your uh budget you know not necessarily have to travel internationally there are also things you can do locally or national park they can drive to which is mm -hmm. inexpensive i would say right so you know take advantage of it uh you may or may not like it you know just go ahead and try it out um yeah so with that uh any final thought on pandemic? Uh, it's rough. It can be hard. I hope everyone got through it fairly, fairly okay. Um, yeah, I mean, not a, not a whole lot here um, beyond the obvious, but it probably was hard for a lot of people, but mm -hmm. I think I think we're all on like the the up, the the Upswing. incline of yeah. yeah of 
like feeling better as a human being. So yeah, I am positive. I agree. Uh, everything is positive except for inflation. So please go down inflation. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. my gosh! Do you know what that reminds me? When you were, I forgot what it was. There was something around Lunar New Year, and, and for Lunar mm. New Year, everybody wears red. Yeah. Just for good luck, and you mm. were like, "No, I'm going to wear green," so that something becomes positive. I <laughs> I think it's your stocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean. Just, just for context, like for the past year and this year, the stock have not been doing great uh, for pretty much everyone in the stock market, regardless of whatever you invest in. And so, yeah. if you just in the, you know in short, like in U.S. market, if it's green, it means the stock is going up. If it's red, it means the stock going down. So if you, although in Chinese culture, Chinese New Year, you have to wear bright red, right? It means like longevity means wealth means like you know just all the good things but i insisted to wear green because i want my stocks to be green um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that that is that uh but i think it's slowly recovering i mean not yesterday but today is slowly recovering yesterday was worst day in quite a long time um mm. yeah other than that i think uh yeah final thought is COVID time at the height of it is definitely maybe one of the hardest time most people have faced, right? And mm. it kind of forces you to think about what is important in life. At least to me, that's mm. kind of how I think about it. And it sort of helped me prioritize what is actually like, what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Right? It makes me think about like if I have limited time in a day or in this world, like what I, I really want to accomplish. Right? It's not. It's not no longer on the traditional mindset like okay I'm gonna work 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 get married have a child and then child grew up and then I'm dead in COVID. I mean that's not that's not what I want in life. Um, I mean I, I'm I'm not saying that I don't want to get married. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying uh, I'm just saying that um, you should try to look into what you want to do in life and try to prioritize it. Um, yeah. Instead of like, you know, just like a mindless sheep, you just following the entire herd of like what to do in life. Uh, you should try to make your life the the one you want it to be, and not following the mass. I guess that's what I'm trying to refer to. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, as long as you keep working hard at it, you will achieve it one way or the other. Uh, mm. Like I said before, it will be hard along the way, but as long as you set a goal, you will eventually get there. Just have to stay at it. Just like my YouTube videos, um, <laughs> currently a measly eight subscriber, but it doesn't put me down. I like it. Uh, I like I, it. I do it not. I mean, if I say I don't do it for subscriber, I'm lying. I mean, definitely having a subscriber, more subscriber is nice to have, but mm. posting things that I like to do, I think that's more fruitful. And you know, subscriber or followers, that's just like a nice plus to me. Uh, so yeah, with that I think um, that's all we have this week. If you <laughs> like our pod, please follow us on Instagram, bbypod, or email us at bbypod at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Ooh. Bye. Bye. One, two.